Hey guys, welcome to the party. We are the Weekend Rockstars, your weekly podcast for all the tips, tricks and licks you need for getting started with music. I am Scott Freeman and with me as always is Billy was going to order a pizza, Deadman. I was not going to order a pizza, Scott. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) You were, you were close to it. No way. Good old pizza. What were you gonna get? You were gonna get a tops, weren't you? I I was I was not gonna get a pizza, Scott. You weren't gonna get a pizza. <laughs> I was not gonna get a pizza. Oh, am I uh, am I getting you in trouble by saying this? <laughs> no. <laughs> With the old fiance. There was no pizza. No pizza involved. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to make a statement now on behalf of the weekend rock stars that Billy Deadman uh, was not going to order a pizza. No. Uh, it was definitely not going to be a Topps pizza. Definitely not. It's going to be a salad. It was going to be a salad. There was going to be uh, no meaty content mm-hmm. or delicious sauce or cheese. Mm-hmm. I've already had dinner. It's fine. You've already had dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okie pokey. Um, cool beans. So, uh, yeah, this week we're going to tackle the art of sound check. Um, so, sound check is a, uh, is a majestic part of the gigging experience as uh, as we all know uh and so um billy like what would you describe sound check as what's the the webster's dictionary definition of sound check the uh webster's dictionary uh definition of the soundiest uh, checkius oh, wow. is uh, essentially uh it's that moment in time before the gig mm-hmm. uh where a band makes the final preparations uh, for the sound and works as one with the sound engineer mm. uh, of the venue uh, to create the soundscape of okay. said gig, um, and it's a very uh, it's a kind of it's very ritualistic in a way. It is a bit there ritualistic. Is, there yeah. is like a, a an order of events, if you will, <coughs> um, yeah. and you know it. Can, I think it makes the difference between um, a good gig or a bad gig sometimes. It really can. Okay, it's an important. It's an. It's almost as important as the gig itself. It is almost as as important as the gig. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so what does what does sound check uh, look like for you? So, uh, basically, obviously, with the being the bands that I'm in, uh, sound check would generally involve loading into the venue at a designated time that the venue would give us. Yeah. Um, and <coughs> then you'd set up all your gear on the stage, uh, depending if you're the headline or the support act, depends on where you're going to be uh, in the order of sound checking. Mm-hmm. If you're the headline band, you're going to be setting up first and yeah. sound checking first, and then it runs down the bill backwards to the first band, but essentially. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for myself, uh, being the bass player, I'm usually the second uh, musician in the band to be asked to check my sound, yes. as it were. So it's what's it? Drums first. Drums first. So they'll they'll go through the drums individually. They'll go through the kick drum, snare drum, tom drums, mm-hmm. uh, cymbals, and then whole kit. And they'll get all those levels nice and tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the drummer gets to play the kit, and then they'll be like, "Mr. Bassman, give me some of that s- that sexy bass." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my that's my cue to then. Slap at the bass. Slap the bass. Um, and generally, like, just, just check my levels and um, show... Uh, it's another thing uh, that uh, I guess now I've got effect pedals. I, I never used to have effects pedals. Yeah. But now, I've, now I've got some effects pedals. If you're going to use them, yeah, my one pro tip to, to the audience there, show off those sounds that you can, might be using just in case they are wildly different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, generally, that's basically what it looks like. I'm, I, I will play some stuff. Then 
the sound engineer will move through the other uh, instruments, the guitars, the vocals finally, and then after that we'll run um, a, a small, maybe half a song, or maybe a whole song, it depends how long you've got really, mm-hmm. um, and, the, and the sound engineer will tweak uh, the levels for the uh, front of house. Yeah. Um, and then also he will check with us what we want in our monitors. Ah, yes. Uh, and this is the uh, the key ingredient to a good gig or a bad gig, almost. Definitely, yeah. Uh, because depending on the monitoring, um, it's I mean, obviously it's it's what it's what you're hearing of yourself mm. and your bandmates. Yeah. Um, so you'll tell the sound engineer what you want in the in the monitors. I usually like to have a bit of kick drum, um, uh, a lot of myself, yeah. uh, and some lead guitar. Um, it, when it's in Fuzz Walk and there's two guitars, I generally don't need Matt's guitar because I'm right next to his amp anyway. Ah, okay. So the monitoring comes from the amp there. Ah, anyway. Okay, so that's a tip. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're close to another instrument's amplifier, you maybe don't need them so mm. much in your monitor. Yeah, okay. but the lead guitar, I want to hear those solos. So yeah, yeah, that so, that don't exist anymore because Ed left the band. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So how about vocals? Would you want Want some crispy vocals? Uh, yeah, so main vocals definitely. Backing vocals not fussed on. Don't don't care. Don't need them. Yeah. Who needs them? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the backing vocalist needs them for himself to yeah. to hear himself, but or or herself. But yeah. for me, not fussed. Don't need them. Mm. Um, I just need I just need the bass. I need bass, drums, guitar, um, and some vocals just to not even to make out every word, just to hear the melody, so I know where I am in the song if, if yeah. I'm lost. I don't generally get lost much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of, I mean, once, once that's all done, the sound engineer will then say, is that good for you guys? And we'll go, yeah, man. And then, or woman. And yeah. um, and we'll then bugger off. Yeah. How, how about yourself? How's your set? So, um, so uh, when I play, I'll, I'll do both. So I'll talk about when I play solo and when I play for the sex whales because it's a little bit different. Um, so when it's just me, it's soundcheck is super, super easy usually. I'll talk about a horror story later on because I'm sure we've both got <laughs> horror stories from yeah. uh, from doing sound checks. Um, but yeah uh usually i'll get up and it's just yeah i just need the one monitor in front of me and i need to get my guitar through and it's when i play venues uh, you know uh, you know regularly they get to know my sound a bit because yeah. like i've got a particular sound i want to get with the acoustic because i'm playing it as both a lead and a rhythm instrument at the same time so i kind of um you know i, I need a lot of kind of like crunch i need a bit of everything really i need yeah. you know i need my lows my mids and my highs all kind of like perfectly balanced and uh and so as i need to all things should be as all things <laughs> should be yeah and so i need to make sure i'm getting all of that across and um making that known to the engineer i you know i the railway in Winchester, uh, obviously, I lived there for a long time and got to know the engineer Jay mm-hmm. very well. Top I think man. he's a great guy, yeah, Jay. Yeah. Um, gave me a lot of tips for this studio, actually. Yeah. So, um, props to Jay. But, um, yeah, like, he's been mixing me for I don't know how many years now. So, like, he, no one makes my guitar or makes me sound better, really, you know. I, I can attest that, having been at a gig. Uh, at the railway, which yeah. you played supporting 
Buzz mm. Walker, and he he had you sounding pucker. He he knows he knows how to do my sounds, and uh, and so it will be so disappointing where it, you know you play there one weekend, then the next week you go play somewhere else, and like you really describe what you want it to sound like. And say I'm on the bill with a whole bunch of other acoustic acts, mm-hmm. and like the guy just goes, "Oh, they're just acoustic acts. They all kind of sound the same." So he just, you know, yeah. like, I'll be very particular in sound check. But then when it gets to the actual gig, they kind of just throw all of that out the window uh, and just yeah. make me sound like everyone else. And it's just like, no, 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 no. Like I can't sound like you know, Mister tapping his acoustic from before like my thing's really unique i need the very specific sound so sound check so so important for me but i often find with acoustic acts you know sound engineers the bad ones you know can just just disregard it you know like it's it's a it's a cheap buck for them i I know this from experience but holding some acoustic nights of my own uh and having to do the sound i learned very quickly that not every acoustic guitar is made equal. Yes, yeah, they're very different sounding. Like electric guitars, I think, yeah, you get different tones in electric guitars, but they're all, they're amplified, so it's a bit different. Yeah, but um, acoustic guitars can vary very differently, and also and yeah. how people play them as well. That's it. Yeah, it's all very uh, unique to the player and the and the instrument. Yeah, the sound I, you're I think even I think with a band, it's almost kind of easier. You know, because you've got the different frequencies kind of spread yeah. out. M- yeah, yeah, mapped yeah. out already, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, but with an acoustic, it's kind of finding kind of what frequency is right for that player and what they're mm-hmm. kind of doing. Yeah. Um, so that's why it can be kind of tricky for me at times. Yeah. Um, and so, and then, but yeah, if they get it right, I get it out the monitor, I run through a song, you know, I'll, I'll usually run through... Um, you know, I'll usually run through my first track. Actually, you know, I'll I'll play through that, um, and and yeah, if that's all cool, then I'm off the stage <laughs> in five minutes. Yeah, and um, then other times, you know, it can be more disastrous. But with the Sex Wells, it's it's always interesting because it's such a fluctuating lineup um, that you know, most of the time, like when we're on stage, <laughs> you know, everyone's like when they ask the rest of the band, oh, you know. Um, what do you want their monitor? Everyone just says, Scott, nothing else, just Because <laughs> they're like, you know, still sort of like grasping the songs because everyone's sort of, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> fresh to it. So, so that's, yeah, always amusing. Um, yeah, man. So, um, so we've said that sound checks, it's definitely essential. Yeah. It's kind of life or death. Yeah. Really. Um, you know, uh, do you find having a limited time for like having a sound check? Do you do you think that's that's a curse, or do you think having too long for a sound check is bad? Um, or do you think there's like a sweet spot? You know, I think that- I think having uh, not enough time can put a lot of stress on everyone. Um, so yeah, more time the better, I think. But the, you do get uh, some headline bands that will just take forever. Like how yeah. long does it take to check the sound of your guitar, dude? Like mm. you know get on with it sometimes i'm thinking like you know yeah but um i guess that's very provocative with their headline band but yeah you know, give the support band some time as well you know <laughs> everyone yeah. wants to sound good you know yeah but um yeah i think e- that when you have times when you're getting rushed through your sound check it usually means that there's just not enough time to get everything right and you're just at the mercy of what the sound engineer can do 
uh, in the moment on on during like beginning of your set almost just to fix everything on the fly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's, it's a tricky one, and then you've also got obviously the dreaded line check, which uh, <laughs> is like it's like a sound check, but all you're really testing is that they can get a sound coming through the PA. Uh, yeah. They're not even checking the levels. They're just like, yep, yeah, we're getting a signal. Off you go. Um, and that 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 usually happens on a festival lineup when the, yeah. the changeovers are so frequent. And in those cases, you kind of just got to roll with it, roll with the punches almost. It's going to be what it is. Yeah. Um, but when you get a proper sound check uh, and you can run through a song, maybe two songs if you're lucky, if you've got enough time, um, just to check everything's you know just right. Yeah. Uh, one thing to consider as well, though, is that sometimes the room when it's empty is going to sound really different to when it's got people in there. When it's packed full of Cause, meat. Cause the, <laughs> yeah, because the, the sound's going to bounce off that meat. Yeah. And it's gonna it's gonna change it completely to what you thought it was sounding like in the sound check. So it's just one thing to consider. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, more time the better, I think. More time the better, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, you wanna. You got to be aware that usually they'll give you an allotted sort of time, mm. you know, for sound check. They'll send you an email beforehand or whatever correspondence messenger pigeon, yeah. you know, whatever your yeah. your bag is, um, and uh, they'll say, okay, you need to arrive at half five for twenty minute sound check. Yeah, you know, which is pl- that's plenty of time. That's plenty of time. Yeah, yeah, as long as everyone's kind of efficient with it, yeah. um, you know, and gets set up quickly and doesn't dawdle, um, you know, um, so. <sighs> You know, when you start to run over, mm-hmm. you know, it starts to get to 30 minutes, 40 minutes. That's when it starts cutting into the other band's sound checks. Yeah. And then, like, it can get to a point where bands don't... Some of the, you know, the first band on doesn't get a sound check. They get a line check, and then yeah. that's created tension between you and the the opener. Yeah. You know, before you've even played a note, you know. Uh, and that could be difficult. Yeah. You know. you got you got to be thinking of your fellow uh, lineup uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> you will. So, yeah, definitely. And and I'd say like you don't need that long to sound check. You just need like you don't like you, people that go uh, like on for ages for these sound checks. Like yeah, I just sometimes I'm just like, do you really need this long to check? Yeah, like the sound of your guitar. You you know what it sounds like. You just played it ten minutes ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like there's some egregiousness some that happens out there. Definitely. But um, this is all part of the fun of Soundcheck because then you get to be the band that stands there and watches them and go, oh man, this guy's taking, taking yeah. so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, Soundcheck, I mean, one of the things we do, obviously, here in the Weekend Rockstars, as, as you know, mm-hmm. um, is that we kind of talk about the things that people don't really tend to teach you about yep. as you're getting into music. All this stuff we kind of just intuit don't we yeah you know and so you know doing a good sound check being able to do a good sound check is like it's another skill you know as a musician that um again i you know did anyone teach you or give you pointers along the way as to do a good sound check like did someone teach you sound check etiquette or was it something you just gradually picked up along the way did you make any big mistakes and you know. I think it's uh, something I p- it, you do sort of pick up along the way. And definitely when I started touring more seriously and you get into this rhythm of, of each night being very similar to the night before yeah. with the same bands on the bill, um, you all sort of get in this rhythm uh, with it. And um, 
there are definitely do's and don'ts when it comes to like soundcheck etiquette uh for example like no one likes no one's particularly that impressed when someone's just noodling away. Ugh, uh, I when, hate that guy. <laughs> when there's just no need because no one's actually checking your sound at that moment. You're noodling away, just uh, annoying everyone. Yeah. Um, and I've done it because I just want to noodle sometimes. So. Sometimes but, you just want to noodle. But yeah. you know, it's 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 something where like sometimes you don't. Like, I could set my bass gear right, yeah. and then I could just bugger off for like uh, a little bit while uh, you know the drummer's still setting up their kit. Uh, my kit's all ready to go, but I'm not sound checking until they're sound checked. So really, I'm not needed until yeah. uh, the drums are sound checked, and then they'll be like bass, and I'm like here I am, back mm-hmm. on stage, do the bass, done. Um, you know, and that's the the way it goes. So you don't if I'm standing there noodling away while the drummer's setting up and stuff. Yeah, uh, just pissing everyone off basically. It is, yeah. Then yeah. when you've got the sound man telling you to shut up yeah, over yeah. his mic, you know that's when you know. Oh yeah. man, you don't want to pee off the sound man. No, you know you want to make him happy. Yeah, you know. Um, I I once read um an instruction guide on like how to. This was like I've been gigging for years, but then it just came across my desk one day, so I had a read of it. It's like you know, like how to do a gig really well. Yeah. And part of it was like how to treat the sound man. And I don't know if it was like a semi comical guide yeah. because it was just like you should always ask if he wants food. Yeah, <laughs> and like get get the man a drink. Get, he might be thirsty. Yeah, like you always know, thank the sound man during the gig oh yeah definitely always sound check um thank the sound man it's um you know like you know you live or die by the sounds they give you um you know and sometimes you die hard (laughs) on the stage you know um and that might be because they're really bad you know or it might be because they're having a bad day and so they're just off it you know or it might be because yeah like you you know, jumped in front of him at the queue yeah. at Nando's and now he's like, you know, during the break, so yeah. he's just going to mess with you. You never the, the know. Other, the other thing I think as well, like, you, uh, another thing that you see um, people do is they're like, oh, can I get more um, guitar on my monitor? And he'd be like, yep. Um, <laughs> he, 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 he's probably not put any more guitar in your monitor, mate, because, like, you're already at the max. Like, say you're already at the max, right? You're asking for more. Yeah. He can't put any more in. He might just say, "Yeah, no worries," and he's just pretending. Mm. I, I've known sound engineers to do that. Yeah, Makes yeah. It, but but you psychologically think he has, mm. in a way. I don't. I don't know why I went off this tangent. But yeah, but no, no, it's interesting. Like, um, you know, the relationship you can have with the sound man. As I said earlier, you know, like with with Jay and Winchester, I've done so many gigs with him at the railway and other pubs and festivals and stuff and he's done the sound and done a great job you know so i'm always like when i arrive at a gig and i see him like i'm just to myself i'm like yes you know it's a big deal and i think you know you see bands who are touring and they take a sound man everywhere because they know how to get their sound right yeah um you guys kind of have someone a bit like that not for every show not for every show but yeah we got uh donna's husband is uh um sound engineer by trade and yeah. yeah he knows he knows what we like and how we you know we know how he works and he knows how we work so uh it's just a perfect uh relationship yeah yeah i actually met rupert 
at a, uh, at a gig at the railway. He was doing sound for me at, at some Just other gig. Just before I introduced you to this him. This was a year before wow. like Donna joined the band. So this is going back to, I don't know, 2013, something yeah, like probably, that. Yeah, probably, yeah. It was quite, quite a while ago, and uh, and I'd never seen him there. I said hello and everything, but we didn't really talk much. And then I remember showing up at the rehearsal studio yeah. in shirt, and he yeah. was just like, oh, we've met before. And like, yeah. I just didn't clock it at first. I was like, have we? He was like, the yeah. railway gig. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's good. But like yeah. he, yeah, he's like a good sound engineer, plus he knows your sound. So yeah. like you must like have a sigh of relief as well when you know he's going to do the sounds, right? Yeah, definitely. And there's other uh, other people out there that I've worked with that you just know they're going to do good sound, like on the, people on the blues circuit, people... Um, other people I've met, like you say, Jay. Uh, yeah. There was always this guy um, at the Horn in St Albans I really respected as well, but I don't know if he's still there. This was a few years ago now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's, there, you know, you do get to know people on the circuit, as it were. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, man. In terms of gig etiquette, um, you know, I think it's probably something. <laughs> Something I've made a lot of mistakes. Another one, always turn up on time. Yes, I, I it's nothing more annoying, probably, for a sound engineer where a band's late. Yeah, um, I mean, if you are gonna be late for whatever reason, try and call ahead and let them know where you are because, like, yeah. it must be so annoying. I mean, you only got a limited amount of time to set everything up. And, and they've got everything ready to go and you're late and it's like you're just eating up into your own time to get get the sound right mm. and the sound engineer wants the sound to be right as well because they want it to be a good night because it reflects badly on them if it's not a good night exactly uh. yeah <clears throat> um i completely went blank there i had a point and it just went <laughs> it's gone yeah oh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say woohoo like kaiser Sose. <laughs> um no i was gonna say with um yeah with calling ahead we talked about one of our early podcasts the uh, the free qualities yeah didn't we you know about um reliability mm -hmm. uh was one of them and you know th that was in the context of being in a band and being reliable and being able to rely on each other um but i think that yeah that extends to your relationship with the venues you play and um yeah the sound man as well it's good to build up that trust and reliability there yeah. um <clears throat> it's very important um i want to get on to uh some horror stories oh, quickly yes. as we as Let's we come to it's come to a finish um so i think I'll, I'll, can i start off with my yeah one? yeah i want to hear this one, yeah. i want to hear this horror story okay so oh man um well so this goes back to february this year this is a recent one and i can't that i've you know i been putting in my uh, forms for royalties for this year. I've mm -hmm. done, uh, including the one I played in Salisbury a few weeks ago. I played seven gigs this oh, year. Man. I it's think just, I've done less than that. Yeah, hey. it's punishing. I must have done. Less. But yeah. anyway, what must have been my third or fourth mm -hmm. this year um, was in Guildford, and I'm not going to name any of the people there because there's some really nice people. The guy who put me on, um, really really cool dude. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, he was really thankful I was playing. He actually bought me a whole bunch of like alcoholic dandelion and burdock Lovely. on top of paying me just because he was really thankful for me playing. And so when you start a gig off with, you know, you've already got, you know, a bag full of that from the guy getting you to play, it puts you in a really good mood. So I thought this is going to be a cracking show. And <laughs> the last time I was there was the day before I had to move out of my old place last mm -hmm. year. And it was a, it was an awesome show. Everyone was going wild. And I was I had been looking forward to the show for like a couple of months. Anyway, we get to the sound check, 
and uh, I've never met the guy who's doing the sound check. The guy putting it on, I think, has brought him along. And so he's doing the sound check, and he can't get any sound out of my guitar. Now, okay. I've had problems like this before. I remember when I played Essex um, a few years back, um, and I got on stage, and I plugged in, and it was like a big festival kind of setting, and there was no sound coming out, and you got all these hundreds of people staring at you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, like, getting paid hundreds of pounds to play, and I'm like, my guitar's not working. This is a nightmare, yeah. you know? And I found that sometimes my battery in the guitar... Because it's an old guitar now. Sometimes the battery, you need to put an extra little bit of cardboard in to like uh, push the 9 volt yeah. battery closer in. So I checked that first. Yeah. I looked at that and it was fine. Like I've got a built-in tuner on my Yamaha. Yeah. And so if I turn that on and it's working, then it's fine. Yeah, it's power, yeah. So I was like, there's nothing wrong with me. And so the guy is trying to get sound out. And every time he's like fiddling with the, the knobs at the desk, it just goes... Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> just, I even get just this distorted cow noise, Jeez. essentially. And it's just, and the thing is, it's it's one of those sound checks where people were like filtering in, yeah. you know, a potential audience, so kind yeah. of filtering into the room. And th- so I'm, I'm getting a bit embarrassed because, like, the guys going over the PA, you know, you can hear him and his little microphone going your guitar is not working, which is coming out of the audience <laughs> as well as me. And I'm I'm going back just like, no, I think it's something on the desk. And it just kept, went back and forth. Yeah. And then, it, it, you know, he's like, oh, I think I've got it. And then it starts going. Ee, oh, ee, God. It's just like now it's a demented crow. Like, oh, it's really just like I'm just sweating buckets because I don't know if it's me. I don't think yeah. it's me. I played a gig like a few nights before and it was fine yeah and but now suddenly it's all gone awry and so i'm panicking i'm sweaty i got all these people in the audience just yeah. staring at me and yeah. like covering their ears every five seconds anyway the guy comes up on stage he looks at the di box <laughs> he's plugged it in the wrong way it's like plugged it in the wrong way yeah and so my All set right. was supposed to have happened like 25 minutes before then like we'd completely eaten into my set yeah. time uh so you know i i played a shorter set because of it and my whole set like i had to just jump into it straight away yeah. I, so i just jumped in i was really stressed and usually like my sets are really like joyful and energetic and yeah. i was just really sluggish and tired and peed off yeah and just really like forcing everything and it was just it was just one of the most stressful gig experiences i've had in a while um probably in maybe like two years yeah and like i just did not think that was going to happen on the night and it just it was just yeah it was a colossal disaster (laughs) so yeah man that's my most recent horror story how about you man uh i've got a few i guess uh there was the worst one trying to think of the worst one um so there was the time where i thought the sound engineer had done something wrong or was okay. or was like purposely making my bass make a weird noise or yeah. something like, like he was like cutting stuff in and out um and i sort of had a go at him yeah uh, in, fr- I, in front of everyone in the band and stuff and i and like i really shouldn't have done i was much younger then um because it was all my fault the fucking lead in my guitar was yeah. basically uh broken <laughs> And I thought it was him, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's not wrong with my guitar. It's your your fault, you know, whatever. But after the gig, I realised like, well, it's complete knob. So, 
<laughs> so that was dumb. Um, what else have, have I been part of? Um, there was a time when um, we were supporting a band and their bass player and the sound engineer almost got into a complete fisticuff fight. Right. That was that was hilarious. Uh, over something ridiculous, like the fact, just the fact that the sound engineer wanted to get us sound checked, um, and this bass player had a big hissy fit, uh, making out that the sound engineer wasn't treating him with respect or something. You know, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so that was quite quite a funny one. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, the usual line checks where things just don't go right. And you're set in like much like yourself. You stood there in front of everyone, yeah, waiting for it to f- just work, yeah. Um, or probably the most embarrassing one is where um, I'm playing, and there's no sound at all, and I'm like, why is there no sound? Like he's like, he's like, I'm not getting signal. I'm like, it's, it's, it should be working. It should be. I wasn't plugged in. <laughs> wasn't plugged in. Yeah, man, that's that's always the trick, isn't it? If yeah. You're not getting any sound out of your instrument. Yeah. Check that it's plugged in. And that was in one of those like situations with the, the whole crowd like filtering in as well. Yeah, it was like an uh, earlier gig in my uh, gigging career, and uh, yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so so to to lead off that point and to sort of round up the the podcast here, do you think it should always almost be made illegal to sound check in front of an audience? Do yeah, I don't. I don't room? like it. I mean, sometimes it just happens because of I don't know time restraints, or you're in a pub, or, or yeah. stuff like that. But if it can be avoided, it should definitely be avoided because it's just like there's something about the sound check that the audience shouldn't see. It's like yeah. it's like seeing how the magician does his tricks. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like seeing behind seeing behind the curtain, uh, you find out the Wizard of Oz is just a. Uh, I can't remember what he was now. He was just like a man, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just, you're just finding out that, that it's really not as uh, glamorous as it as it seems almost. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, I'm sure, you know, when you're queuing up to see the Foo Fighters outside a massive stadium, you can hear them sound checking. It sounds awesome, but really, it's just the same as any other sound check. Yeah, It's yeah. probably not even them actually sound checking. It's their roadies sound checking the instruments for them. That does so. happen, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I just, oh man, I hate it. Especially when people start shouting things at you while you're sound checking. Like, I mean, like, as with, as soon as you go on stage with an acoustic guitar in a pub setting, you're bound to hear some wanker scream, like, what the wall? You know, yeah, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, it's always going to happen, you know, Um, unfortunately. you know, so I just, yeah, I wish I just had like a button that just put up a screen between <laughs> me and the audience. Yeah. You know, so they just couldn't, just could be shut off because it can sometimes, like, that's like the whole gig experience to me. It begins in sound check. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to get my sound right and I don't want people interacting with yeah. me. I don't want it to feel like a gig yet. I want yeah. it to feel like a gig as soon as the doors open and people yeah. come in and everything. I, you I, almost feel like a zoo animal at that do, point. You do, yeah. It's weird. You know, I mean, you're not you're not there to perform in the sound check. You're there to get ready. Yeah. So yeah. And like yeah, like you know, you're just general kind of audience or like just general yobs can just start like shouting and judging you and going, mm. oh, they weren't very good in sound check. It's yeah. like, weren't supposed to be good in no, sound check. Exactly. You know? We were sound checking, and <laughs> it's like it's just it's weird, you know. Um, 
Yeah, man. So we've obviously, we've talked quite a lot about <laughs> soundcheck. Is there is there anything else that we haven't mentioned so far that you think's worth bringing up? Um. Oh yeah. Uh. Good soundcheck jokes. Okay. So you know, like um, you got uh, <laughs> check one, check two. I was help. I can't remember. Give me a good sound check. I can't try and think of one. I think of a good sound check joke. Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, oh, yeah. the whole so, like... uh, one, that, one that my friend was uh, Southern Pride Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of thing. You know, if you want to be that way inclined, you can do a pun while you're on stage. You could do a pun while Southern you're on Pride stage. Southern Pride Chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Obviously, this whole like one, two, one, two, and then like over yeah. someone in a band will go three, three four, 91. And, yeah. You know, or someone in the crowd will start responding. Yeah. You know, and that happens nearly all the time. And obviously, yeah. like, you're saying check one, two, one, two, one, two over and over again to, like, check different frequencies, aren't you? Yeah. That's the reason yeah. you do that. You're getting that chuck, chuck sound. Yeah. It's that sound, the I was told to use years ago. I'm not 100% sure why, but I still do it. Yeah. You know? And so I'll generally go, yeah, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. Three, four, yeah, <laughs> and then and then I'll start going and start making yeah. weird noises and stuff. Um, you know, because I, I, I know like it's not a performance sound check. It's not, but when you've got lots of glaring eyes at you, and some of them mm. are the bands who are waiting to sound check, and I know some of them will not stick around to watch my set. Yeah, you know, I want to kind of sometimes, you know. If I feel like I'm going to lose them, I'll like show a bit more personality yeah, during yeah. the sound check and yeah. my whole thing, and like I'll like, move about a bit, hoping to bring people back in. I don't do that all the time, you know, yeah. but you do feel like when you're playing in a new place and people look a bit more skittish and they're going to run off. I do kind of, you know, yeah. prance about a bit more in sound check, but I wish I didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think we, I think we covered everything. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Wow, like you know when we initially said, "Oh, let's do sound check," you were like, "Is there going to be much to say on this?" But actually, I feel like we did have a lot to yeah. say on it. Yeah. I, I should have checked myself before I wrecked hey! myself. Right, and with that, ladies and gents, uh, we are going to bring this to a close. Uh, this has been the Weekend Rock Stars. Uh, we will be back next week with our tenth podcast oh, podcast number 10 i don't know what we're gonna do for it but uh, it'll be our 10th one we'll billy go, we'll go to 11 we'll go to 11 oh wait we'll just skip 10 <laughs> and go straight to 11 um, i like the sound of that um cool beans i've been scott freeman and i've been billy Dippin. and uh take it easy guys peace bye